0: so there are two different ways for generating the altruistic intention. What are they? One is the seven point cause and effect. The other one? Yeah, equalizing and exchanging self and others. So we finished talking about the seven points of cause and effect, and we started last time equalizing and exchanging self and others, which is Shanti Deva's method. And so they say the advantages of this one, of equalizing and exchanging self and others, is if you do this, then um, you don't need health insurance, you don't need divinations, you don't need pujas for when you're sick, um, because you have the capacity within yourself to transform everything into the practice. And this process of equalizing, exchanging self and others, and the um, lojong, or the thought transformation practice which follows it, isn't about stopping external problems, but it's stopping the mind that dislikes the problems. Okay? Because whenever we have an uh, an external problem, we also have a mind that dislikes it. The mind that dislikes it labels that thing as a problem and then exacerbates both the external thing and our internal experience of it. And so when you do this kind of practice, you may or may not affect what other people are doing towards you, but you're definitely affecting your perception of it and your own dislike of it, which really gives you some ability to control your experience. And they say that this equalizing (coughs) of stating self for others. Is for um, students of higher capacity kind of the more intelligent students so that's us right <laughs> okay let's go for it so we uh, we talked <laughs> last time about uh, equalizing self and others and we went through that the thing about how friend enemy and stranger are equal and how we and others are equal So that all of those, all of those people are equal. Um, we're equal because we all want happiness and we all want to avoid pain equally. And we're equal because the whole discrimination of self and others is a very arbitrary one. It depends upon which side of the thing you're looking at it from. Remember last time I was saying, this is me and that's you, but from your side, this is you and that's me. Okay? So it's a very arbitrary discrimination, and it's only by the force of familiarity that we've gotten really, really attached to our own side and made it really solid and inherent and and independent in our own vision. Um, But in actual fact, self and others are very dependent. They're not two inherent, dependent, independent things, self and others are dependent First of all, because all of our happiness comes from others, we're very dependent on others, we're not isolated, independent unit. And second of all, um, because this whole discrimination of self and others, um, we become self simply because there's a discrimination of others, and others become others simply because there's a discrimination of self. So this whole division is something that depends, you know, on each other. You can't have self without others or others without self. So this feeling of me independently, me, 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 you know, it isn't so independent. It's, it's dependent on the discrimination of there being others. Okay, in, in the eighth chapter of uh, Shantideva's text, um, Bodhisattva's uh, Way of Life, there's a huge chapter about, uh, you know, equalizing and exchanging self with others. And Shantideva's text is so great because uh, within the text, he writes all the ifs, ands, and buts, you know. So within the text, there's always this one little voice that says, yes, but I still can't do it because blah, 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 blah. And then Shantideva proceeds to demolish that objection. Um, so it, it's very, very effective because these are the same kinds of objections that our mind comes up with. Okay, so... I'll go through some of those objections, but first of all, when we're equalizing and exchanging self and others, we're not um, saying I become you and you become me, and we're not um, saying that we switch bodies, you know, or something like that. What we're really trying to equalize and then later exchange is who we consider to be the most important, because right now it's not very equal. I'm most important. It's very clear. Okay, and I am attached to my own position. What we're trying to do is first equalize the importance of self and others so that they become equal in importance, and then later exchange what we hold on to as most dear and what we cherish. And now it's ourselves, and we later want to exchange it so that it becomes others. So that with the same intensity with which we cherish ourselves and want our own happiness, we very naturally and easily begin to cherish others and want their happiness with that same kind of intensity. Okay, so this whole feeling we have of I, you know, and the solidity of the I and the inability of I to become anything else is solely due to familiarity it. In other words, um, we have a body and a mind, neither of which are independently or inherently existent, but on top of that we have, and on top of that we have posited an I, which is okay, but then what we do is we make the I or the, the self too solid, and we begin to identify the I or the self with the body and with the mind, and make everything terribly solid. Um, and so what we're trying to do is lessen that feeling of attachment, lessen the feeling of the solidity of I and lessen the attachment of that I to this body and mind, recognizing that that whole thing comes about because of familiarity. and begin to recognize that because of the way labeling works, we can actually begin to label others' bodies and minds' I and cherish them with the same intensity that we would cherish our own present happiness and the welfare of our own body and mind. So this is a way to develop very, very deep and strong love and compassion. And actually they say that love and compassion and altruism you develop from this method is much stronger than from the seven points. Okay, so as soon as the the great bodhisattvas who practice this so closely identify themselves with others that then they can act on the behalf of others without any ulterior motivation. In other words, it doesn't become, I'm helping you, but it just becomes a helping. Okay, so it becomes a very pure um, action on the behalf of others without ulterior motivations or expectations. Okay, without codependence and dysfunction. Okay. Um, And so with this, what we're aiming for is just right now the way we help ourselves, the way we take care of our own body and mind, because we feel it's appropriate, and we don't do so with any great expectation on our body and mind. We don't see them as other separate things. Um, That happens, again, because of familiarity, and so what we want to do is develop that same kind of attitude towards others so that we can help others simply because it's appropriate and without any kind of grandiose expectations of um, being... Uh, approved of or rewarded or something like that in return. So just with the same naturalness that we help ourselves, we want to train ourselves to help others in that same kind of way by identifying with them, by shifting the emphasis of this label I to to others so that the object that we cherish becomes others instead of this one. Okay? So to... Um, to understand these teachings, because it's not easy, you know, and it's very interesting for me for preparing for these talks, because I began to learn this method many years ago, and I thought I was going, <sighs> you know, and just to be able to see over the years how something is sinking in and how it's making much more sense, but it can be quite, quite initially shocking, uh, because it approaches things in a very different way. So to really understand it, it's going to take time and, and it's going to take purification and collection of positive potential and study under a teacher and much perseverance um, on our own part. Okay, so equalizing self and others means that we seek the happiness of self and um, So we we seek the happiness of others and to separate them from their suffering to the same degree that we seek our own happiness and to separate ourselves from suffering, okay? And exchanging means that we do it more for them than for us, okay?